it's rare for me to encounter another black person in technology, be it development or any other space. And it just feels like a pipeline problem to me. Welcome to Balancing Life's Issues, the podcast. I'm your host, Kai, and today we continue the celebration of Black History Month by sharing the story of someone we at BLI work with every single day. I'm Michael Havis, and I'm a technical project lead at Salient Consulting. A company that is vital to the success of the day-to-day operations at BLI. And you wouldn't know it because you'll be listening to this story, but Michael is black. And according to a McKinsey & Company report, black people make up 12% of the U.S. workforce, but only 8% of employees in tech jobs. That percentage is even smaller further up the corporate ladder. So as we look to the significance of black Americans and our shared history this month, we want to look to people like Michael, who are thriving in the tech industry today and who hope to create better avenues for young black people because, as Michael put it, I think there's a lot of kids out there who just just haven't heard that message, didn't know that that path existed at all. And now I've had the pleasure of working with Michael a few times, but CEO of Balancing Life's Issues, Wendy Woolner, speaks to him every single day. So I'll let her share Michael's story with all of you. Take it away, Wendy. So good morning, Michael. Good morning. So, you know, um, it's been interesting because we're fairly new partners, but I have so much experience in your in your space, right? We're a small business and, and uh, you know, technology is not my thing. I'm the people thing, but yet we've become this technology person. I've been through so many different vendors and partners, and then we met you and this light bulb went off and you immediately got our business model and just jumped right in. So first, let me just say thank you. Yeah, that's nice to hear. I'm glad glad we could instill a confidence in you. Well, it's not you could. It's you specifically. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. That feels great to hear. And if it wasn't enough that I felt like your knowledge base was so strong, you know, then there was a particular meeting where your little two-year-old daughter popped up on your lap. And I was like, wow, this is perfect. Like, you totally understand what we stand for, right? So you felt comfortable bringing your daughter into the conversation. Yeah. But it also occurred to me, as we are so passionate about Black History Month, that, you know, and and I know all of you are listening, so you might not know or, or, you know, you wouldn't know that Michael is a person of color. And after 20 years, it's the first time that I've had anybody in the IT world be a person of color. And I wanted to have a discussion with you about, like, this is, as you know, it's a crisis. It's on the front page of every paper, you know, what happened in the technology field. And you're there. So you have the perfect skill set. You have the compassion and heart. You're like the bullet blend. <laughs> and you're also a person of color. So I'd like to hear from your perspective. What do you think is going on? It's, it's funny that you say that um, Salient actually has a, a, a DEI committee where we've uh, looked into this exact issue. Um, it's something that I'm also very passionate about, like what, why there aren't more people of color, specifically why there aren't more black people in the technology space. Because it's rare for me to encounter another black person in technology, be it development or any other space. And it just feels like a pipeline problem to me. I didn't have my first programming class until college. Mm-hmm. And the, there are now all of these different places where you don't need a college degree to get into technology, right? You can just be someone who loves computers or loves creating things. And if you have the, the skills to, to actually do that, then 
you, you can get hired. It's not necessary to have a four-year degree. I think that's a really big takeaway for listeners. Like, they can't see you, Michael, but they can hear you. And you're inspiring people to say, like, wait a minute, I didn't know this door was actually open to me. Yeah. Like, this is a possibility for me. So I think that's takeaway number one. Like, you know, I know everybody's talking about celebrating Black History Month. And, and my, my soapbox has been change. And we need to see this change. Like, this is a critical change. We need to have people like you. Yeah. So that's the first thing is it, th- this is a possibility for people. Right, right. And I think that's a, yeah, that's a great point. It's just, first, just knowing that it's a possibility, right? It's not something that I knew when I was a kid. And I think there's a lot of kids out there who just, just haven't heard that message, didn't know that that path existed at all. So I'd love to find some way to, to just kind of like get into classrooms at an early enough place to, to teach kids that, that it's something that's possible and that it, it can be fun, right? Because I, I think the another part of it is that it feels like this daunting thing to get into, that like programming is just this magic box that uh, is difficult to understand. And I think it's no different than any other skill. You start small and you build upon those things. And um, if we teach it that way to young black kids, young kids of color, then I think we'll have more adults of color and technology. So, you know, um, I, and, you know, I, I think that's the whole point of listening. So you being here, you being a role model and shouting out, and we're going to put a link to your LinkedIn bio so they can see how your picture and your work and a shout out to Stalian. But I woke up this morning, um, you know, I turn on the news like I usually do. And, and for a minute, I'm going to get, you know, unfortunately sober. So one of the trends is DEI programs are going to go away or might go away or possibly go away. Yeah. Um, do you think that's going to affect this conversation in any way? Do you think it's an important conversation? Uh, I think it affects this conversation in certain parts of the country. It's a disheartening conversation to be having in 2024, right? The the importance of DEI. I think I think it's I think it's important when people start talk, start trying to to dissolve DEI organizations to to speak up and push back against that that thought um the the numbers that i've seen show that there's just so much further to go before you have the same i mean we're having this conversation right now there's so much further to go before you have the same representation representation in technology for people of color and that's that's true in most spaces right so the idea that we don't need efforts dei efforts is is yeah i can't i can't think of an an earnest, honest way to to sell that. Boy, that was such a diplomatic answer, Michael. Thank you. I probably would have chosen. <laughs> so, so the last question I have for you is pretty personal. Um, and I, um, of, of course, I always say to guests, you know, you can opt out, right? You know, we we have a relationship where I come to, unfortunately, most of the time in crisis. Like, oh my God, Michael, fix this! It's the most <laughs> important thing in the world, and and you jump right on and you understand. And so, you know, I think we have a very good vendor vendee relationship, right? Yeah, I agree. But then I come in and I'm like, hey, Michael, would you talk about race? Would you, would you, I bring out something that really isn't part of our relationship, right? But I cherish the fact, and I was, can't even tell you how thrilled I was when we got on that first sales call. And I was interviewing, I don't know, maybe 11 or 12 vendors. And again, I, it wasn't just a race. It was the way you spoke. It was the confidence. It was, a, you know, a, a multitude of ingredients. But, but do you think it's inappropriate to have this kind of conversation? I think it depends on the people in the conversation. Um, I'm almost 40 years old, so you know I've 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 had a lifetime of different 
conversations about race with different people who were coming from different places. And one of the great things about our relationship, about getting to know you for I mean, the years now, I guess, that we've been working together, um, is that I know that you are coming from a place of a place of like honest curiosity and and passion and a loving place. So I don't find this inappropriate in our in our relationship. There are certain, there are people who I wouldn't have these kinds of conversations with because they wouldn't feel safe or productive or just like useful for any any reason whatsoever. So I I'd have to just say that it depends on the people that are in the conversation. You know, Mike, I want to thank you. We are creating podcasts where we invite people into living rooms to have safe conversations. And because I truly do believe that we need thousands of more Michaels. And the only way we get thousands of more Michaels is for a Michael to speak up. Yeah. Well, I'm very happy that you asked me to to speak today. It's, um, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's important to have people who, it's important to see people do the things that you want to do. And it's important to hear those people talk about those things. So I'm happy that you asked me to speak. And be successful. You know, you're a yeah. great dad, you know, you <laughs> Well, that's important to me to hear, right? Yeah. We're not, we're holistic. It's not just Michael's a great IT person. The holistic part of you, the family person, the caring person, the environment. So, you know, I know we jumped on today. Um, it's nearing the end of Black History Month, but I just think this is an incredibly important conversation. I'm going to continue all year. And I just can't thank you enough for taking some time out with us this morning. Well, absolutely. It's been great. And again, thank you for having me on. Big thank you to Michael and Salient Consulting for sharing with all of us today. And please join us on Friday, February 23rd for our free live webinar titled DEIB, Navigating the Difficult Conversation, hosted by myself and facilitated by senior trainer and DEIB contributor, James Francis. Registration info is available at bli-info.com slash free webinars. Until next time, everyone, take care. This has been a production of Balancing Life's Issues with your hosts, Kai Sorensen and Wendy Walner. Produced by me, Kai. Rate, leave a review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen so you can get brand new episodes as they drop. Got an idea for the show? Email me, kai at balancinglifesissues.com. Anything to add, Miles? Yeah. <laughs>